Welcome, everyone, to a Mexican and a redneck father of the world. We are your hosts and surrogate fathers, Juan and Ben. Today, we'll be discussing holiday traditions. This is going to be a fun one, Ben. Oh, I love it. I love it. I already love it. Uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. We just had Christmas. Christmas! You said it! I didn't want to say <laughs> it, but you said it! I'm so excited! I love Christmas! It happened. So, let's talk about it. Let's it. talk about Christmas. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Traditions. So, I came to this realization this past year that growing up, I didn't really have joyful traditions. Like, I was talking to my brother, Antonio. Shout out to Antonio. Antonio, what's up? I told, uh, We did a shout out to him, and then you pointed out how horrible it was. It and was. then he was like, that was a horrible shout out. <laughs> so, so he listened. Yeah, he does listen. He does awesome. listen. So, you know, that's the nice thing about having a small Hispanic family. You get lots of audience. Um, but so I want to ask you though do you remember your holiday traditions as a kid did you have holiday traditions we did we did Um, every 4th of July I remember getting together with my family and we'd have like a big like cookout you know I remember Christmas Eve that was always a family tradition my mom's side of the family would get together and we would just eat and hang out and exchange gifts and I mean it was so much fun so much fun I remember uh, you know Thanksgiving get together with the family and eat food and then watch Dallas Cowboys football that was always a staple because my dad's from Dallas so we had to watch the game uh, yeah we had, we had so looking at Christmas lights driving around in our car and just looking at them so now that you're a man an alpha man, man with your balls on. Yeah. You didn't lose them. Good job, Ben, not losing yeah. your balls. <laughs> um, what are your family traditions? Or how did you come about your family traditions? Because you've been married longer than I have. And you have kids just as I have kids. Have I been married longer than you? Yeah, you have. How long have you been married? I've only been married. Um, it's going to be eight years. Oh. No, I'm wait. coming up on 13. Yeah. I thought we'd been married the same amount of years. No. You got married before I did. You were younger. You were what, 23? 23. Yeah, I was 27. Wow. 27 when I got okay. married. Okay. I just learned something. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Four years. So we actually. We're going to be married. So what are my traditions years. now? No, no, no. So my wife and I, we kind of came to this realization like she had family traditions. She had awesome family traditions like Christmas, holidays, stuff like that. I had horrible traditions every time i tell her a story she says I, she always wants to cry after I'm, done with the story. And I'm like it's just like and then my brother and i were talking about it and they're like it's kind of like the same thing with him and his wife they're like wow you had a crappy family <laughs> like i like one of my most memorable christmases was we never really celebrated christmas because there was never like enough money for holidays or stuff like that or, or like my parents actually buy us stuff but i do remember this one christmas where my aunt and uncle they invited us over to to their house and my cousin was opening up all his presents and i'm like i don't know eight nine something like that ten i don't know how old i was i i forget and he's opening up all his christmas presents and i'm sitting there no christmas presents of my own but then i'm watching my cousin just open up all his presents and i am just holding back the tears just being like don't cry 
don't you cry. I'm like Coach Hines. You know, <laughs> don't you cry. Don't you <laughs> <laughs> I will beat you <laughs> if you cry. And then like, I'm asking Michael, hey, can I play? And I remember he got this cool, man, it was like the coolest truck. It was a Tonka truck, like the, what do you call it, the 16-wheelers? 18-wheelers. 18-wheelers, I'm sorry. 18-wheelers. 16-wheelers. <laughs> Must be one of those cheap Mexican knockoffs. <laughs> Anyways, and I'm like, hey, can I play with it? And he wouldn't share his toys. And I was just like so mad and angry. And I was like, that was horrible. That was a horrible Christmas. And I remember telling my wife. And now, like, you know, like now I experienced this year with, like, my kids. You know, they got so many toys. And they got toys from their grandparents, toys from us. And it's just like, it's just like they're opening up the toys and everything like that. And then it's like there's this attitude. I'm like, oh, what else you get me? And I'm like, you don't, you're not grateful for it. You got all these piles of toys. <laughs> I didn't get nothing. And then I I had to hold back the tears. And you're whining because you ran out of stuff to open. And it kind of made me angry. Which made me think, like, okay, what are going to be my family traditions? What do I want for my kids? Because as painful as that moment was, it also made me greatly appreciate what I have. You know, because it's like, I'm like, man, I'm so grateful for the stuff that I have. I'm like, oh, man, yeah, yeah. So grateful that I'm able to buy these things for my kids. But then my kids are like, they're just like, oh, you only got me 42 toys? You couldn't give me 43, 44? You know, it's like, you know, it's like, so I don't know. So it just kind of really made me think about like, man, family traditions. And then when you have a marriage, your wife has family traditions. You have family traditions. You merge them together. But then, you know, in your case, the culture is pretty, pretty similar. But then in my case, it's like two different cultures coming together. So it's like, man, now we're having to create new family traditions. I'm having to create new family traditions for my kids. So for the for their childhood. Well, the redneck in me would <laughs> be at fault for not mentioning Hank Williams Jr. Because he has a song called Family Tradition. <laughs> So you, you can go look that up. I will. I'm gonna YouTube it and uh, and and find out what Hank Williams Jr. family tradition was. He would be someone to have on this show. Oh. That guy was <laughs> wide open. <laughs> He's got the stories. Anyways, that has nothing to do with this though. Uh, so family traditions, like, well, traditions are what you make of them, right? You know, like. We, we think of traditions like Christmas, for example. We watch the movies. I try to get the kids to make an ornament every year to put on the tree. So by 20 years from now, we'll have a tree full of homemade ornaments. Uh, and, and But a tradition is finding something fun that you can do every year to bring the family together. So we have a garden, like a family garden. That's one of our traditions. Every spring, we make a garden in my dirt not my soil <laughs> there's a clear distinction between dirt and soil i i dig in the red clay and invite you over and it's terrible and doesn't work yeah. and it's well, raised we'll, gardens this year we'll get it better this year this year it's going to be raised dude gardens. i got so much manure this year that's going to be chickens great. it's going to be so much beautiful soil oh it's going to be beautiful it's i'm gonna excited be it's going to be gorgeous i'm so excited yeah. but we uh but you know at christmas so i, I tried to figure out what are because I'm always trying to think, what is a free or cheap way to develop a tradition? Because mm -hmm. I can't assume that money's always going to be present. But I want my kids 
to see the value in spending time together and doing things together for nothing or next to nothing. I mean, it's okay to spend money, but one thing we do, uh, like I said, make Christmas ornaments. That's a big thing. You know, just everybody makes something and bring it to Thanksgiving. Yeah. We invite the family over on 4th of July and we grill hamburgers and hot dogs and shoot fireworks in the driveway and it's a great time someone usually always ends up with an injury i mean <laughs> i was talking to my wife i said it's so strange going to your family events she's like why i'm like everybody's so like quiet and polite and no one gets injured <laughs> she's like what are your family events like i said i had a christmas where i went to my dad's side of the family and we had a house full of people, and the kids were running circles around the house, around this, like, main middle area. And I don't even know why, but one of my younger cousins, he thinks it's a great idea to climb a grandfather clock. He climbs to the top of it, and, of course, the clock just falls <laughs> clear on his face. And it, like, he, it falls, it makes a loud clang because it's a clock and it's supposed to be loud. And he's, like, screaming, and all of us kids are like... <laughs> freaking out and all the adults run in to see what's happened and they're pulling this clock off of my cousin because he's pinned under a grandfather clock screaming and when they pull it off he's just covered in blood <laughs> and all the glass shattered and like cut him up and stuff and, I, and it probably wasn't even that much glass or that much blood but when you're a kid it's any blood yeah you know, to any capacity it just seems multiplies like everywhere yeah, yeah. And it's like, and that was a fun Christmas, <laughs> but that was a Christmas. And I always remember our Christmases being loud and our Thanksgivings being loud because our family's pretty loud. And, and I just said, it's just so strange. I'm telling her this story and she's like, what? Who are you? So that's a tradition. It's loudness. That's good. <laughs> you know, that's one thing too that I realized with, cause we do have, we, we do have some, I have some fond, um, holiday merry mem memories and like traditions i guess like one of the big traditions was like when we would be able to go to go back to mexico and see my grandparents and see my aunts and uncles and all my cousins and that was always so much fun like it you know it's you know just spending time with family even though extended family getting to know that that's that's something that i i, I miss <clears throat> in a way and then um i think that that is that is so cool um I don't know where I was going with that. I don't either, but tradition is definitely something you can do every year. Because I got to say it again, that reiterates it's important to spend time together. Like coming back to your roots, knowing where you came from, knowing who you are and who your family is. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I might think that, that reminds me of my point. So like, okay, good. Yeah. Because <laughs> so solid feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the dollar amount that was spent but i remember the intention behind it and yeah. i remember the moments the time the family the events you know you're 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 in a group gathering and i don't know if it was a hard year or a good year but man it was a fun moment yeah and then that was the that was the it was just such a it's such a beautiful memory and then one of my best memories is I'm in Mexico and it's my aunts, uncles, cousins, 
extended family. We're all sitting together. We're having a, a Christmas Eve dinner. And it's just this loud, crazy, fun table full of food. And it's awesome. And I think that's one of my favorite Christmas traditions. It's the food, the family, the just being together. There's something about it. It's just something about it. You know, and then you may be with that relative that you don't really like, but like, eh, I'm glad they're here. <laughs> you know? well, it's, it's like that reoccurring fixture, though. And it's, and it's very special and important to me, you know, seeing that aunt or that uncle or that cousin that I grew up seeing as a kid. Because, you know, as, as I grow, I'm growing more to appreciate just seeing them that once or twice a year. Just, well, what are you up to? Oh, well, I'm doing this at work. Oh, that's great. I'm doing this at home. Oh, that's, gr-. you know, and it's, it's small talk, but it's like you almost look forward to just catching up. Yeah. Just seeing, it's like you both know you might not be daily or weekly or m- even monthly friends, but there's just something about seeing you again. It's like, I just want to see you. Like you, you reach back to my childhood and keep me connected to, all those years in between having that one reoccurring anchor of, of Christmas, you know, or Christmas Eve in my family's situation. And, you know, we do stuff like we love the nutcracker, the, the play. So someone gave us a nutcracker. Well, then someone gave us another nutcracker. And I had the idea, what if we bought a nutcracker to represent each member of the family? And so now we have, the one we got, like the traditional nutcracker, the king, that was me. And then we got one for my wife. She's the queen. And then we got one for each child to represent. So each nutcracker represents each child as we got in these gifts. We're like, let's just, let's do that. And I'm really curious to see how they perceive nutcrackers in 30 years. Oh, that'd be fascinating. Like, yeah. I'm really curious for that because they're proud of them now. Like when people come over who are new to our house, they'll say, look, look, those nutcrackers, they represent us. And we, we have them on top of our grandfather clock actually. But we, uh, she's like, that's, that's my dad and that's my mom and that's my sister and that's my brother. And they go through each one. Cause you know, Eliora, our littlest, she's a mouse. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Aria is a ballerina, my oldest. And then my son's this, uh, like, he's a soldier, you know. And they each have a very distinct characteristic thing. And they, it's just the ones they wanted. But I, I love the the tradition of it. I'm really curious to see how are they going to perceive these things in 30 years, these seemingly unimportant and adamant objects that we've put so much emotion so much life so many years into we've drug them from house to house and they've always popped back out Uh uh-huh i'm really curious for that one that's gonna be fun that is a fun tradition i'm gonna i'm gonna copy that you should everybody should copy it but i'm gonna do it with uh something different well but it it gets into the psychology which this would probably be a good topic for another episode but it's called transferable objects so one thing, uh, most people do this, you know, when you're, when you're tucking your kids into bed or parents, I should say, you tuck them in and you're like, Hey, my kid, not other people's kids. That's important. <laughs> but when you're tucking your kids into bed, you're like, Hey, I love you. Good night. And you're giving them a kiss. And they're like, will you kiss my baby doll? 
Oh, and yeah. you kiss we, their baby and hug them and good night, baby. I love you. And you tuck them in with the kid. It, it's called a transferable object. And you've put your love and you've affirmed that object and made it a safe, loving thing. So in your absence, they still have that baby doll while they're sleeping in their bed at night and you're sleeping in your bed at night. It's that memory that you've put with it of comfort. And so that's that would be a good episode. Oh, wow. Yeah, that sounds like a good episode. I can't wait to get to that. I, I hope I, I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, let's just start it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> no. no, this is good. This is good. I mean, this is. Um, but traditions that I say all that to say those nutcrackers, the the Christmas lights, they become transferable objects. Yeah. You're, you're putting the best of yourself in some ways, I would argue, into making the house look pretty on the inside and on the outside, making those Christmas ornaments. You know, you're not just putting up a Christmas tree for the sake of making the house look pretty. You're putting it up because you want them to share joy with you and know that it's a special time to remember, you know, and, and it be, they become transferable objects. And, and it's very important, I think, because I still have ornaments from when I was a kid. and I like smile when I see them, you know. This uh, past Christmas, I don't really have a whole lot of stuff from when I was a kid. I, don't, I really don't have that yet. But my wife received a gift uh, a gift box from her grandmother, her ornaments. And I thought it was just the coolest thing. I think it's just to be able to have so that part of a family um, to where it's passed on. Like that, that, that was just this just something neat and special about that. Oh, yeah. That is so cool, Ben. That is that is such a good tradition to be able to pass on to your kids so that's gonna be that that's and i think that was the intentionality of this podcast as far as like kind of get people to think about as far as like what are your traditions that you're trying to establish for your family what is something that you're passing on to your kids what are things that you've carried on because you know a lot of times see it made me realize this past year a lot of times we do things out of tradition they're not necessarily good for us (laughs) you know it's like well it's tradition it's like we got to get that fruitcake like why Nobody likes fruitcake. Why don't we make tamales instead? Yeah. Tamales. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, it's like different, you know, different tradition. Try something else. We started making breakfast Christmas morning. Yeah. And we quit doing the big, like, traditional Christmas Thanksgiving or, you know, because you eat the same thing at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. And my wife's like, can we just do breakfast? And everybody just bring a breakfast food because it's cheaper. Everyone likes it. You don't have, like, that weird thing left over where no one really ate it and so we have people over in the morning time anyways for thanksgiving or for christmas and so we're like hey come over and have a late brunch basically yeah and that's become our tradition at so, our house. So in our house, you know, growing up, we never celebrated the 25th. We always celebrated the 24th, Christmas Eve. And so like the big meal was done on Christmas Eve. And it was like it was, but it's an all day thing. Like we would start cooking from early morning, and it wouldn't be done until dinner time. But then Christmas Eve would start. You start having dinner about seven o'clock, and then you get done about you know two three o'clock in the morning, and then you go to bed. Um, same thing for like New Year's Eve stuff like that. You know, you just, it's just an all night thing. You know. Yeah. Um, um, Isn't that funny? No one actually celebrates New Year's Day. You recover. Yeah. Everyone celebrates New Year's Eve, maybe into New Year's Day. Yeah. But around two or three in the morning, that's it. Yeah, like, usually. Yeah. It's time to pass out. 
just sleep the rest of New Year's Day. Yeah. But and yeah, so but anyways, going back to like as far as like with my wife, she grew up with all the like the traditional Christmas meal and stuff like that. But this year, kind of like we started changing it up, have a little bit of the Mexican meals and yeah. then the American meals. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So we're gonna make you know th- making some new traditions and and uh, implementing some new things for the next year. So we'll see how it goes. Awesome. Well, we want to thank everyone for listening to a Mexican and a redneck father of the world. We love you and we're proud of you.